0: All right, worshipers, welcome to the WIC podcast, THWC, Tandem Hope Worship Collective. Check us out at www.tandemhope.com. I'm your host, Leisha Cole. And today we're going to continue with a series that's simply called Living Like Christ. And isn't that always relevant for us who want to follow Christ? So um, we we have a guest today, um, Sunny Henry, and um, you'll meet her soon enough. <laughs> And she's going to speak into um, the importance of encouraging others. And it's something that shouldn't be underestimated, the value in that. Um, I just kind of wanted to start with kind of a top 10. I just jotted down, like, why should we encourage or what are some of the results of when we encourage others? So to start, um, it strengthens the weak and the tired. Don't we all have days we're serving the Lord and, and serving our families or our friends or our communities, um, whether it's in the home, out in the community or at work, whatever that looks like for you, don't we all get weak and tired sometimes, right? And I heard a dangerous statement from someone before that I, I just don't agree with. Um, it was someone in leadership and they said that they don't believe in compassion fatigue or burnout. And I just think that's actually just not true. There's a lot of scientific research in those things, which is more my background um, in human behavior and those things in psychology. Um, But also the reality is, is the body of Christ doesn't always encourage the other members of the body of Christ. And so what we need to do first and foremost before we encourage other people in their walk, because there is suffering in this life, um, we need to be filled in with God's word. We need to be filled up. Um, and, and there's this amazing process and through sanctification and being cleansed out. And um, it's, it's, it's less of us and more of you, Lord. Less of us, less of our words and more of your words. And so the Lord heals us and makes room and, and, and lightens is that light in the darkness in our souls, right? Just gets rid of this junk so we can become empty vessels who carry his word and his spirit. And so, but what are you filling your spirit with? What are we filling our spirit with? What are you listening to? What are you reading? Um, who are you surrounding yourself with? So again, just to reiterate that, um, what we need to encourage others with the Lord's words, right? Let them be his words and not ours um, because words have the power to build up or tear down. And it's quite the responsibility to be entrusted with. So again, one of the top 10 reasons we want to encourage is to strengthen the weak and tired. And so what's coming to mind right now is, you know, people who are serving Christ and I don't just mean within like a church building or on a ministry team, I'm talking about, you know, especially what they call the sandwich generation where you have um, a lot of people in their 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, right, who are raising their own kids or grandkids or those things, but they're also taking care of, the the generation before them and their parents or their loved ones or aunts and uncles and those things and so they're sandwiched in the middle taking care one one hand reaching out to the generation before them and the other hand um, being stretched out for the generation um, behind them and that's just tiring we have we have brothers and sisters who are taking care of loved ones on on hospice and um, things like that and it's Just day in and day out. So encouragement strengthens the weak and tired. It's so crucial. And we can't forget that. We just can't. Encouragement also starts a fire in us. And maybe there's, you know, a dream or a ministry or, um, I don't know, just something that the Lord's doing in you or in someone else. Well, when you encourage someone in a a God-given way, like using his words, that just starts that fire and it keeps it going right it's kind of like keeping a log on the fire we need that encouragement also encouragement clarifies um, the reality in the confusion it clarifies our reality it clarifies our hope in the confusion and so maybe you or someone is going through something right now and you just you you just can't seem to find true north, or or looks, or be able to see straight, or see through the fog, and so encouragement can really just clarify in the confusion. Encouragement can also dispel myths and battle the lies of the enemy, because doesn't Satan try to make a battlefield in our mind, right? Um, Also, um, encouragement increases unity amongst brothers and sisters. Um, And I just, I don't mean just within one church, local church body in one quote unquote church building. I'm talking about, you know, like the universal church, if you will, right? Um, Do you reach out and encourage other people in other Christian denominations in other parts of your city? are you encouraging and connecting with those people it's so important so important and sometimes that's in a face-to-face conversation or as you know um facetime or if you use the marco polo app that's really fun check it out you can send video messages to people um maybe it's over facebook i know someone who lives locally but she encourages others because she's she's a writer Um, She's a child of God who's also a writer, I should say. And she encourages other people through a devotional that she writes every single day. Check her out at www.lindapask, P-A-S-K, Fowler, F-O-W-L-E-R, dot com. And um, that's another way to encourage someone. Hopefully through this podcast, that's encouraging someone. So, um, yes, another reason to um, encourage is we can solidify and affirm, um, others, Christ centered identities. Our identity has to be in Christ. And I had, you know, this, this friend and she's an assistant pastor, Audrey Statler at neighborhood church. I just respect her so much. And she, I'd never heard this before. I always heard of like, Oh, give compliments, you know, that are maybe a little deeper than just how someone looks or something like that. Um, But it's not always about, but then you get compliments on like what you've done. And although that can be encouraging and helpful, it also, for some people who serve a lot, it also just reinforces potentially a negative culture, a negative, um, it just reiterates this negative, ah, what, what word am I looking for? it's kind of enabling maybe some bad habits where they feel like their worth is in what they produce or something like that. And so as someone who leads worship, um, in different contexts and things like that and sings or plays an instrument and those things, people really do try to encourage me and they're like, Oh wow. I love, you know, I love your voice or, or whatever that is, which is nothing to do with me. That's, that's God's gift to me. And that's how I worship him. One of the ways, um, but it's nice when, um, I shouldn't say nice. It's, it's so more meaningful when someone affirms my identity, when they say something like, you know, when you're worshiping God, it makes me want to worship him too, because you just have a big smile on your face and just, or I see the sincerity, or I see, I really appreciate that, um, that you seem to be like worshiping God through every season or through the suffering, or thank you for using God's word to encourage us by reading that scripture before the worship set or things like that. And so there's a difference when you give compliments, flattery versus affirmation. And we want to affirm someone's identity. And so we don't necessarily need to affirm that, Oh, they're a pastor or they're a worship leader. or oh, No, we're talking about Christ centered identities, um, For instance, when you meet Sunny later, you know, and and, um, what you're going to find is one thing I want to affirm in her is that her joy in the Lord is just so, it just reverberates in the room that she walks in and the the room lights up, you know, and the Lord has given her that joy and she has been through so much suffering. Um, She loves the Lord. And that joy is a gift in his presence. And I do believe that's one of her specific gifts and one of her um, primary gifts that she shares with us, Christ the body. So her joy encourages me. So again, there's a difference between flattery and affirmation when we try to encourage others with compliments or things like that. So um, try to try to go deeper and say, how can I affirm this person and affirm maybe their faithfulness to a ministry or their faithfulness to um, caring for their family, even when it's tough, you know, those kinds of things. So, another top 10 reason to encourage um, is to direct, guide, and affirm servants of Christ in general. So, um, for instance, like there are times where I doubt what I'm doing, right? Don't we all? Um, so, one of the ministries I'm super blessed to be a part of um, is there's a team from One Mosaic Church that goes into the Gus Harrison prison. And so, i I don't know where the des- desire came from, but I've had it for like almost seven years now. and And finally, the door is opened in the last year, year and a half or so. I'm so thankful. Well, one of the things is there's just all the behind the scenes planning. and so there were certain decisions I had to make in terms of song choice and and leading the men there into worship, and what does that look like and what's in their best interest and and how do we do this when we only go in once a month, but there's four services. You know, four different sets of guys. So it's what does that look like? How do we help them enter into worship? I want to encourage them. And to be honest, the Christian culture, especially the Christian worship culture, um, has a lot of Christianese rules or formulas on how you're quote unquote supposed to do a worship set. And I don't have that minis- formal ministry background, but the Lord has been with me and has encouraged me and taught me through all of this. And so a lot of it's been on my own. And so I just try to glean these little tricks. But there are times when I don't have that confidence. And it doesn't matter how many times you want to flatter, you know, someone and say, oh, but you're gifted in this area or something like that. That's just not enough. Um, and the enemy just wants to creep in. And so there have been um, some people on the team and even the inmates themselves have directed and guided and affirmed me through encouragement as I'm serving in the prison because they're like, you know what? But God's going to glorify, be glorified um, no matter what song you choose or what order it's or all of these little details you begin to kind of overanalyze, you know, in a it's almost as if you're trying to grasp for the Holy spirit there and that's not how his presence works. And so to encourage you just guide and direct people back to the truth. Um, And so encouragement also corrects negative and self-defeating talk that we say to ourselves. And I'm my own worst critic. Um, I'm so hard on myself. I'm still learning self-compassion. um, and not in a selfish way, but a way of like, how do, how does the Lord see me in his eyes? And to try to understand that he has compassion on me. So how can I have those eyes of compassion towards myself? Um, and encouragement also, you know, um, it's God's words that feed and sustain us. And so when, when, when we encourage other people, that's another point I want to make is number nine out of 10 on my list right here, is that um, God's words. Feed and sustain us, and so when we encourage other people, it might not seem like we're saying much or doing much, but when we speak God's word, it feeds and sustains the flock. It's just so good. So, and 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 lastly, and I would say most importantly, um, is that our encouragement to other people, and when we receive encouragement from other people, that's the thing we have to receive it. It honors God. Encouragement to the body, encouragement to others, honors God. Absolutely. And we have to remember that for our Heavenly Father who who wrote the whole Bible, it's his word, it's everlasting, it's truth, and it's a love letter to us. He spent generations, you know, working through the lives of other people and the skills of others who documented these things. He's encouraging us. His word is to encourage us and to to lead us, guide us, direct us, give us counsel, and it's our food that sustains us. So it honors him. It honors God when we use his words, especially to encourage others and to show care to the body of Christ. So I just wanted to, to, to mention that really quick. Those are some top 10 reasons of why should we encourage others and why do we need encouragement and we just do. We're wired for community and fellowship. Um, you can say that you're worshiping the Lord on your own and doing your own thing. It's not about going to a church building, but when, when God says meeting together as, as, as the body of Christ, it's, it's because that's when our gifts come out and we can share that with other people and we can receive from him through other people who are vessels. Um, we need each other whether we want to admit that or not. And we have to be careful of our individualistic society. We do need others. And our motive isn't to receive a thank you when we, when we serve the Lord and and live like Christ. It's not about receiving the thank you, but boy, we are really fooling ourselves. If we tell ourselves, you know, I don't, I don't need that encouragement. I don't, I don't need a thank you. And I catch myself saying that sometimes. And I'm like, why do I resent that sometimes? Why is it so hard for me to receive encouragement? And so um, this message is for me, just like anybody else who's listening. So we'll be right back and uh, we'll be introducing Sunny and talking about how to live like Christ in our series here. And we're going to be encouraging others. Stay tuned.